Coconut's the best one. Coconut's really good, yeah. I don't know what her problem is. Hmm. I don't think coconut is know. is honestly my favorite. It's a great flavor. Uh, well, you it's a know great flavor. you know I like to mix co mix coconut with lime. I know. I haven't tried that yet. You so put I'm... the lime into coconut, drink them both up. Okay. What if you start with the lime? Oh, put the coconut into lime? Yeah. No, you got to put the lime into coconut. I don't I don't believe that I do. Drink them both up. Okay, let's let's finish okay, up. Okay, in fairness, you can't put. They're both already full. Like if you just open the two <laughs> cans and try to put the yeah, lime so into coconut. What do you do? You, do you drink half of the coconut and then pour in the lime? I or guess. Do you okay. do you use a a an, ex, an auxiliary vessel yeah, of some kind? Yeah. You put the okay. coconut in the auxiliary vessel. <laughs> then you put the lime into coconut and drink them both up. Okay. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that has won many podcasting awards, awarded to podcasters for excellence in podcasting. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, today is Wednesday, and not just any Wednesday, but the final day of April 1980. April 30th, 1980, a Wednesday. We are looking at the 682nd ever Garfield today. John, what happens in today's Garfield? Chris, on the ultimate day of April, yes, nineteen eighty, yep. something the final highly year, implausible, the final year of life on Earth. Sorry, go on. I, I, I thank you for covering up the fact <laughs> that I started reading the wrong synopsis. You're welcome. A highly implausible sequence of events transpires. True. True. Bath time related. John, mm. it's the final day of April 1980. Presumably this is the last ever bath time Garfield strip. Well, there's just no way to know, Chris. I mean, yeah. I, you and, we, we can see all the strips for the current month mm -hmm. on this uh, bootleg Czechoslovakian <laughs> site that we use. But uh, can't see into May. Yeah. As far as we know, yeah. May doesn't exist. True. Maybe they don't have May on True. here. I don't, I don't know, know if we've ever commented upon this, but I like that we have decided to refer to this site as, quote, <laughs> Czechoslovakian, <laughs> even though Czechoslovakia has not existed <laughs> as an entity for nearly 20 years. Well, this is 1980, Chris. It doesn't... It's true. It's true. Yeah. Okay. Panel one. I th yeah, I think... Yeah, well more than well more than twenty, right? Uh, I mean, okay. when did, when did uh, <clears throat> Cold War in sort of like eighty nine? In to the 91. first panel, <laughs> not sure when Czechoslovakia breaks up into the Czech Republic and Slovakia. Uh, I could look it up. I'm not going to. In the first panel, John mm -hmm. is bathing his cat Garfield. We know this because there's a drawing of it, and because he says. In this drawing, I'm really <laughs> going to get you clean today, mm -hmm. comma, Garfield. True. Panel one, name drop. True. And he's got a brush. 
He's got a brush in his right uh-huh. hand. That's new. Never seen that before. That's true, yeah. John, in panel two... In 1993, Czechoslovakia split into the two sovereign states of the Czech Republic and Slovakia. I think January 93. So really, Czechoslovakia goes all the way through 1992. How about that? How about that? Um, Uh, The word scrub appears in midair four times. Also, John Arbuckle is just scrubbing the fuck out of Garfield. Yeah. This looks Some water, like, what drops of water flying everywhere. This looks like a form of torture. Like he's got really his does. left hand pressing down on Garfield's head, like pushing it further into uh-huh. the tub of water. Garfield frowning, eyes closed to keep out the soap. Um, his little hand paws flying upwards, trying to to grasp at the edges, I guess, to pull himself out. Um, and John Arbuckle just happy as a clam just eyes closed real excited uh, yeah real he's clearly be. clearly deriving pleasure from this act from tormenting his cat does that look like the kind of brush you would want to use on a cat <laughs> no it does not it looks it looks like it looks like a brush you'd use to to to, to clean off like heavy machinery <laughs> it does it does yeah yeah, this I I'm really I'm confused by um th- like that that's bizarre. I it's uh I mean potentially you might use that brush to scrub your floor. Yeah, yeah, potentially. Yeah. Panel 3, John stands upright holding holding the brush in his right hand completely horizontal mm-hmm. in midair in the air yeah and in his left hand holding uh like uh, some some black thing looks kind of like a hairball uh-huh. and he says what's this with a question mark and garfield looking back at john thinks one of my stripes you bimbo okay I guess, panel three insult. I guess we have two things to talk about in this regards to this panel. Is that uh, is that a fair fair prediction? That seems fair. Yeah. Should we start with the fact that Garfield's stripe fell off, or the fact that Garfield refers to John Arbuckle as quote a bimbo? Uh, I don't think that I don't find the bimbo thing all that interesting. I I, I mean I, I I find it I find it to be accurate. Okay, interesting. Okay, I think I think I think John could be characterized as a bimbo. Let's start with the stripe then. Okay. Uh, it's weird that Garfield's stripe fell off. I guess I I think I I don't really have a problem with it, um, except that I don't see a stripe missing on Garfield, mm. and that bugs the hell out of me. I mean, it. I mean, not all of Garfield is visible in panel three like it could be could be beneath the water line sure sure i'm not saying i don't believe that a stripe came off based on the visuals okay specifically i'm just saying in terms of storytelling uh-huh it seems a bit incongruous mm. okay I, I i guess that's fair um well, in that case, let's get to the term bimbo. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, now, 
I, I think this is fine. You think this is fine? Okay, look, <laughs> I'm going to put my cards on the table. I was hoping that you would take umbrage at the characterization of John Arbuckle as a bimbo, because as I'm sure you know, the standard current definition of the word bimbo, uh, you know, if you look in Urban Dictionary or wherever, a curvaceous but frivolous young woman whose IQ is no match for her vital statistics, or um, let's see, Wikipedia, slang term for a well-built, attractive, somewhat dim woman. Um, I guess you already know, and so I don't need to tell you at great length, that the word bimbo derives from the Italian bimbo, which is a masculine gem gender term for a male baby or a young male child, and uh, that, you know... A bambino? Yeah, as recently as 1919, bimbo was a slang word used to describe an unintelligent or brutish man. Huh. So I guess, uh, you know, it's gone... Uh, the word itself has undergone an incredible shift in meaning, um, you know, between then and like even uh, looks like first usage of its female meaning cited in the Oxford English Dictionary is dated to 1929 from the scholarly journal American Speech, where the definition was given simply as a woman. Um, but yeah, like through the at least the mid twentieth century, you see bimbo being used for both uh, men and women. Huh. Um, and it's really oh, this is interesting. Term died out again <laughs> for much of the twentieth century until it became popular again. When? In the nineteen eighties. In yeah, in 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 April of nineteen eighty. Yeah, well, I think we can take it as read. That this is Jim Davis bringing the term bimbo back into popular usage. Um, you know, I really like it on this podcast when we take things as read. I mean, things are read. There's no I reason think, not I, to take them as read when they're I, read. I think I think it's a it's a way of taking things that we're we're just really really starting to excel at. Yeah, yeah. How else? Yeah. How else are you gonna? How else are you gonna take them? Um, yeah. So it's it's interesting that this uh, just at the point when bimbo is re-entering the popular American lexicon, Garfield is using it in its traditional format, you know, traditional uh, definition, sort of an unintelligent or brutish man. And over the course of this decade, it's going to be used increasingly. Uh, it's going to be coded increasingly as a female word. To the point that you're going to have uh, weird male variations of bimbo, like, you know, mimbo, himbo, those sorts of things. Uh -huh. um, I guess the weird thing about, you know, like a himbo or a mimbo is like an unintelligent but attractive man. John Arbuckle is certainly unintelligent. I don't think Garfield is implying here that John Arbuckle is attractive. Like I don't think like so. Like handsome but dumb. So this is, this is really well, a much... Like an antiquated. He's yeah. Go on. He's he's certainly dumber than he is ugly. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, right, right. I mean, I think I, I. So maybe there is a little bit of that in there. Like his his. Uh, I mean, he's 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 fit. He's in shape. Is he is he fit? I mean, it was only it was only last week, John, that when John Arbuckle uh, asked Liz the veterinarian whether she was going out with him because of his charm or his good looks. She replied that it must be his charm, indicating that he was not a good-looking fella. 
Yeah, well, he didn't uh, He didn't present his uh, intelligence as a third option, so we don't really know True. How, how, how they stack up in a, in a, in a three-way mm. comparison. Yeah. Well, okay, number one, I think charm and intelligence are, you know, vaguely related. Number two, I resent the fact that you used the term three-way with reference to an interaction between <laughs> John Arbuckle, Liz the Veterinarian, and Garfield. Never going to get that picture out of my head. Thanks a lot. No, it was it was it was three different elements of John. Okay, fair. Against them, each other. John Arbuckle three-way. Ethos, pathos, and logos. I thought you were going to say ego, super ego, and it. Actually, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, so uh, let's run with that. So okay. <laughs> Garfield. One? Okay. Garfield in that in that triumvirate, Garfield is is clearly uh, pathos, right? I think that's fair. I think that's I fair. Think Liz the veterinarian li- is logos. Li- no, yeah, Liz's logos yeah. for for sure. And John Arbuckle definite. is the other one. <laughs> e- what, what did we say? Ethos. Ethos. Yeah. Uh, okay, now let's do id, ego, and okay. super ego. Garfield is obviously id. Is he id? Yeah, obviously. Uh, I think Garfield is is probably ego as well. I would have said John Arbuckle is ego in that case, and Liz the veterinarian is super ego. Super ego. Yeah. I think yeah, that, that makes, makes sense. I think that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's more or less the same, same uh, trichotomy, isn't it? I don't yeah, know. sort of. Okay, now yeah, rock of. paper scissors. Garfield is Garfield the... is rock. Yeah, we both agree. <laughs> Liz Arbuckle John is scissors, is paper. right? Liz Arbuckle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Liz, Liz okay then. Okay, snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say Liz is snap. Yep, yep. Uh, I would say that as well. John Arbuckle uh, is crackle. And yeah, I, I think pop. so. Yeah. I feel like that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess you've been listening. I, I mean, I, I wanted to go into, it's kind of weird. I think we had the antiquated use of the term supper yesterday and the antiquated mm. use of the term bimbo today. And that's yeah. interesting to me. But I don't know that it warrants uh, much discussion. I, I, I yeah. The only thing I'd say is that he's you know maybe he was looking at uh, he was looking at the month of April as a whole, mm-hmm. realized he was low on his quota of archaic terminology. John Arbuckle was, or, pardon me, Jim Davis was probably reading a lot of nineteenth century literature at the probably. time. Probably, like he was going through a Herman Melville phase. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone who mm. used the word bimbo all the time? It was definitely Herman Melville. <laughs> uh, anyway, anywho. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, a deeply cynical odyssey of shame and regret. Uh, you can support the program in a variety of ways. I don't need to tell you what they are. You know, use your imagination. You can follow us on Twitter at Being Jim Davis. We humbly feet. Oh, that's an Instagram. I only post photos of my feet. Way to fuck up your Instagram plug, Chris. Thank you. And good night. Good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, 
Check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.